This episode of the Twin City Tone Podcast is brought to you by the following. Is it time to sell your home and upgrade to a new one? If so, call the only agent the Twin City Tone Podcast trusts. Tim Sheets of Remax Results has been serving the Twin Cities for the past decade. Give him a call at 651-578-2277. That's 651-578-2277. Or find him at SheetsSells.com. That's Sheets with a Z. Ill clothing. Are you an artist looking to brand yourself? Or maybe you have a brand and want to expand your network? If so, come down to Ill Clothing, home of Ill Cartel Music. Your one-stop shop for music videos, photo shoots, flyers, graphic design, and all your recording needs. Maybe you're looking to rent out a spot for your video shoot, listening party, or other private event. Come check us out at Ill. 522 North Concord, South St. Paul. For more info, call 651-734-5847. Now affiliated with Long Doe and Cherry Sky Studio. Ill gang, ill lifestyle, ill everything. Yo, well, let's get this started. What are you going to talk about? I'm talking about sampling records. Now they say about the crazy ones. The most. Hip hop means everything to me. It's, it's my culture. Ha. Crazy man. You're, you're now rocking with the Twin City Tone Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Hey. You know, I'm the king of my city. The Twin City Tone Podcast. Here 11. If you get up super early, yeah. That's right. (laughs) All right, first of all, let's make some noise, though. All right, make some noise for Kai Edwards. Thank you for coming through. Appreciate you. Thank you. This is episode 66 66. of the Twin City Tone Podcast. If you're listening to this right now and you haven't already, please subscribe and, uh, you know, leave us a five-star review. You know, we appreciate that. Follow me at Twin City Tone on all social media. Uh, Big Wiz is my co-host. Wiz, where can they follow you? Follow me to the top. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Follow me at Wiz612 on IG and Snap, and then just Wiz on Facebook, B-I-G-W-I-Z. Don't put an H in there. Oh, I was wondering. See? You had to put that out there. Mm-hmm. But no cheese Wiz, Big Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Kaya Edwards, where can they follow you? They can follow me on all the platforms under my name, which is Kaya Edwards, spelled K-I-Y-A Edwards. Nobody would guess that one. There you go. Yeah. All right. Click that follow button, y'all. Follow her. She's got a lot going on. So, Kaya, um, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, I reached out to you because I saw you. I mean, I've seen you in the morning on TV sometimes. So, you do get up early. Very rarely. Sometimes. Very rarely. <laughs> I mean, I'm on air till 2 a.m. Or he's still up. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, true. Winding down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, the and then I saw you on Augie and Sophia's show. Yeah, that was fun. So, I was like, you know what? She's cool. I'm going to get her on the podcast. I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> are you? There's pressure right now because no, no, they no. told me I'm the first reporter on. You yeah. are. You are. I'm not the so first woman. You're not. Fifth you're, woman. You're we fifth figured it woman. out. Yes. I yes. don't know. I'm still feeling the pressure though, you nope. guys. You go on live TV I in know. Front it's of different though. People. It's different. All right. We're just warming up. All right. We're just warming up. So yeah. um, we, we like to get the backstory here. You know yeah. what I mean? We like to get the backstory. So you are originally from... South Minneapolis. South side. South side in the building. Okay. Yeah. We're dominating today. This is the first... No, I'm just kidding. It's been a few <laughs> South Side days. It's also, it's always South Side day in here. I need some more St. Paul people to come through, man. But, uh, okay, South Side. So you grew up in South Side. Yeah. Um, you went to South High? I went to South High School. And before that, I went to Ramsey International Fine Arts Center, now known as Justice Page Middle School. Nice. Okay. So it used to be a K through 8. Okay. I wonder right. Bancroft. So things changed when I left. Bancroft? Oh, well, that's the neighborhood and I grew up well. in. All right, so born and raised and then Southside. And because my mom kicked me out, brought me out of the uh, public schools for one year and put me in private school in eighth grade. It's all good. It's all good. And then South. So, yeah, that's dope. And then I went to the U of M. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So you were literally here your whole life. Yeah, except for until... some travel experiences. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So then, um, how did you get into the reporting? Then we talked a little bit. I saw you on New Year's Eve. We, saw we partied you. a little we bit on New, on New Year's Eve. That, was, that was the best. Thanks for the VIP hookup. No doubt, I got you. It was fun. <laughs> um, but we talked a little bit about that. So you had to leave the state in order to get your first reporting job. Well, correct? I didn't have to. I chose yeah. to. You chose to. Uh, yeah, I did kind of an unconventional path. So let's let's hear about it. Okay, so basically. All my life here in the Twin Cities growing up, well, not all my life, but for the most part of my young life, I did theater. Yep. Youth Performance Company was my main place. I love them. Shaped who I am today. And I was just doing play after play after play. Then I was an exchange student in Germany for one year in high school. Wow. And so then when I came back, I was watching the news one morning. Like, this was senior year now of high school. Okay. And um, I just had a light bulb go off. Or go on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was Off, like, on, you know. yeah, same difference. No. Um, so I kind of was just like, hey, this is perfect to combine my passion for storytelling. It's just a different way of doing it. And right. it also is has a lot to do with knowing what's going on in the world. My newfound passion for just international awareness or awareness. Right. So okay. anyway, then I, yeah, I went to the U of M, studied both broadcast journalism and theater. And then uh, I remember in college, I would kind of ask, like, well, how do you do international reporting? And what I learned is you start in a very small town in the U.S., then you work your way up maybe to a city like Minneapolis, then maybe to network like CNN, and then maybe CNN says you're an international correspondent, and you go. Wow. Because I'd studied abroad before, I was like, I'm just going to go. <laughs> Skip a couple steps. So I bought a one-way ticket to Kenya. Had wow. no job lined up and had about four hundred dollars to my name in my that account, which wow. I don't think my parents knew. <laughs> I was just like, "Bye," got the ticket and got a small scholarship too from the Society of Professional Journalists, the local chapter. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So a one-way ticket mm-hmm. to Kenya. Yeah. That is that leap of faith. It is. You know, that's a common we talk theme. Talk about that a lot. People come here. in here and like, you know, you, you hear about artists that like jumped in their car and lived in their car in L.A. and yeah, like LeBron yeah. did, yeah. and then like uh, what was Casey Pluto? He went to New York with yep. like twenty dollars in his pocket or something like that. It was Whoa. you know just like crazy stuff. But sometimes you have to do that, you know, if you really believe in yourself. So you took that leap of faith. So you're in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Did you know people out there or like? Yeah, cause so in college I'd done one semester abroad there, just a program. So okay. I knew. Pretty much like two families, a few families. Um, <laughs> actually, when I was an exchange student, I got engaged in that semester. Okay. And then we were broken up. Um, <laughs> that is not why I moved there. I was going to say. It was what? for everything I just said, journalism. Okay. Um, but when I first got there, I actually lived with him for, I think I lasted two weeks. And he was it, from Kenya? No. No. Nope, just... Wanted to study in Africa and Kenya. What was was one of the options, you know, for study abroad at the U? Yeah. No, so, I'm saying he was from Kenya. Oh, he was. Yeah. Sorry, he yeah, was. I know he was from actually. The South side. I thought you. Were, I don't know if you were asking if I had family there because I get that <laughs> question a lot. I'm like, no. Yeah, he's from there. He's actually a like soap ap- soap opera star. Oh, okay. Soap opera star. Yeah, yeah no. celeb over there. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, we were broken up, but I moved in with him, and then my first lesson in Kenya was never live with your ex. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> right. So I moved out at like 2 a.m. on a Saturday, moved in with my former host family, okay. and then ended up living in like five different places, um, but also found a job. And reporting? I stayed. Yeah, a reporting job. And so I was based in wow. Kenya, but um, my company sent me 
to other African countries for about a week at a time. Okay. And I'd work with photographers who live in those countries. Yeah. And then I would fly back to Kenya and put the stories together. Okay. So, yeah. And then eventually co-hosted the show. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So that was your very first report. That was my first job after college was, yeah, international. Wow. And then I decided to come home. What made you decide you wanted to come home? Well, my company surprised me. They allowed me to go back for the holidays in between those two years that I was there. Mm -hmm. And every winter we try to get together with all of our, um, like, journalism school buddies. Mm -hmm. And so I was just listening to their paths and I was kind of like, ah, you know, I do want to work in a traditional American newsroom too. So. Yeah. So I decided you, to come back. Okay. All yeah. Right. So did you have a job lined up before you came back, or you just... I wish. No, I wish. No, back, I came back, lived with mom, and yeah, leap of faith again, and I applied for what ended up being four months, which, which was discouraging, because I thought after an international experience like that, that I would end up, you know, with Al Jazeera or BBC or right. whatever, right. but I ended up in Iowa. <laughs> that was wow. my first American job, but okay. actually, I loved it. I really liked Iowa, which is like, I know in Minnesota, people just, they don't have nice things no, to say about Iowa, Iowa, but <laughs> I had a great time learning about agriculture yeah. and um, kind of how like city, just how city governments work and this stuff, like the nuts yeah. and bolts of drills. Isn't it very boring in Iowa though, I feel, no shots at Iowa, but I've driven to <laughs> Iowa a few times, it's like all cornfields, it just seems like it's a boring place. Well, we hit some cool towns in Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, like, what do you report on in Iowa? Like, what even happened? There were just, like, it was really like development type of stories. Like, they want to put this, whatever building here, and half the community likes it, and the other I half don't. hates it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. So it's probably a good a good place to get your feet wet. It was really good, yeah, really. yeah. And then yeah. I made the leap to St. Louis, which was which is um, the twenty first best television market in the country. Okay. Iowa was a hundred one, hundred. <laughs> and no shots at Iowa. If no. we have any Iowa listeners, <laughs> like, I still ah. love you. I'm just hey, saying, like, I wouldn't want to live in Iowa. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it was the Quad Cities. Um, anyway, so then St. Louis to here. How long were you to in Iowa? Louis. Two years, so I did like two years Kenya, two years Iowa, Iowa. two years St. Louis, and now I'm here. Back okay. in the app. Back in the app. So yeah. I, I definitely want to talk about St. Louis because Iowa to St. Louis seems like it would be a big shift because I think there's a oh lot to report on yes. in St. Louis. I covered crime almost every day. I would imagine. St. In Louis. Iowa. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, that was a different. Yeah. Jobs. So you were really out there in the field in St. Louis, in those streets. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know, it was challenging emotionally because we would have to call moms who whose son was just murdered yeah, oh, man. and ask for an interview because that's our job. Because for some people, it's it can be healing to share their story. True. Some people share because they want answers. Yeah. And, you know, we can be a, that voice or that, what's the word I'm looking for? Voice mouthpiece or whatever oh, yeah, yeah just yeah. to be able to share what they want mm -hmm. like if it's a hit and run you know this is what we think the car is if you have information come forward so right. we yeah. did those stories a lot but then you got i got screamed at i'm sure on the phone yeah i'm sure you, you know, know people feel different about death and they're grieving yeah. so i don't blame them at all and even when i would say no problem it's just if it's a no it's a no and i won't bother you again yeah it didn't matter to the person on the other end. They're no. just like still going off. I'm like, okay, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. And I am truly sorry, but they don't know me. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, so it was emotionally challenging. But. I bet. So how long do you wait? Like, do you guys make the call like within 24 hours? How long do you wait to call for the interview? 
As soon as you hear the news, huh? Yeah. Because we're out trying to get it on the crime scene, it, even sometimes. You're trying to get it before any other station gets it, right? Well, I mean, is that's how stations run. It's not really who I am. Yeah. I don't want to be cutthroat, you right. know, if it means hurting someone who's grieving. So. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah, I'm not gonna be the one to like stick a microphone in someone's face. Yeah. But I've that's seen it. <laughs> yeah. In the field, I so bet. yeah. I bet. I bet. Okay, so you're out there two years in St. Louis. Um, still another Midwestern. City. Yeah, after you know. Africa, I've pretty much been in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. So what prompted you? Um, well, actually, before you went to St. Louis, like, were you like trying to get out of Iowa? Did the, yeah. did the St. Louis job just pop up? Did you apply there? Were you seeking? To, you know what I mean? Like, how? how you know you what? Transit? Yeah, even though I liked uh, the station in St. Louis or in Iowa, Iowa. and I liked um, the city, <laughs> it did not pay well. Yeah. Just like Kenya hadn't paid well. Right, yeah. right. When I tell you. I was, when I was I started as an intern in Kenya and my boss who was actually American he used to work for CNN his dad used to work for CNN he just lives the life in, Africa, in Kenya now like he's yeah. uh, he's just a, a character but anyway so he sits each of his interns down and he's like the good news is we want to hire you the bad news is we can over, only offer you this much money and for me it was 200 US dollars a month a month yeah, a <laughs> and month. then for, yeah. wait a month a month 200 us dollars a month so i found myself eating avocados for dinner <laughs> um i lived in some questionable areas right. that were not very secure that's um somebody did break into my home once while i was home that's a lot that's a story best told over drinks but okay we'll um, we're gonna you. save that for next new year's Eve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so like now i'm in iowa and i'm like okay i'm in america i want to make money but people think tv's glam when you're a small market, it is so not. Mm -hmm, right. I mean, even now, like, I'm not making as much as um, people sometimes without degrees or, or, you know, like, there's just so many opportunities out there right sure. now. And people always assume that journalism's up there, but I kind of <laughs> feel in these days, it's like, you got to be pre-med to get that or, <laughs> or be a doctor. Yeah. Because it's just, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, the question was what? <laughs> you know, what a tangent. I did. I'm sorry. No, it no, happens. You're good. you're good. So I was saying you wanted to get out of Iowa. Because, oh, yeah. Because just because really the pay was a huge yeah. thing. The pay was a huge right. thing. So and it's the reality. A lot of journalists will put in their two years and then they will advance because yeah. the money is not right. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But then you get to a point where sometimes, like if I were from the Quad Cities, Iowa, like <clears throat> I could work my way up and then decide to come back, you know, and be an anchor there. And then, right. then yeah. you'd, the money would be absolutely fine yeah so right right so st louis obviously a bigger market better pay so you went there and then did you want to come back like were you missing minnesota did you eventually want to be here yeah or? i totally wanted to be here um and technically it was a transfer because care 11 here is owned by tegna which owned the station or owns the station i worked at in st louis oh okay yeah so they helped me get up here but i still had to apply and express interest and weigh other options and yeah you know um it was a journey <laughs> yeah I can actually but uh yeah it was technically a transfer yeah and okay. no i was happy to come home because of number one family yep. so i got a lot of my family still up here old friends my best friend uh who i've been best friends with for 10 years she's yeah. here we hang out all the time she was there on new year's eve oh yeah 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 she's cool yeah she's awesome um and then uh it's nice to be able to, like, already have that database of contacts or sources, you know, yep. like, I already know mm -hmm. someone who's a doctor, someone who's right. a librarian, you right. know, right. so when you need a story, 
or you, you need someone for in. a story. And yeah. That's the thing about it. The longer you stick around, the more connects you get. Like, you yeah. know, it just is what it is. When you stay in a trade for 20 years, you're going to have probably every plug by then. Yeah. Mm. Relationships. Mm-hmm. Relationships. It's important. Come fast. Yeah. When you move around every two years, you mm-hmm. can't really maintain it. And I'm sure you get good at it. You know, like you, you <clears> learn your niche and you figure out how to get the stories or who to call or how to finesse to get the real story. I mean, it has to happen over time. You right. know, mm-hmm. you start learning ways of uh, manipulating them to give you the right story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm gonna let you say that. Just wordplay. You know, I know <laughs> how it is. I've, I've, man, like I told him earlier, you guys earlier, I finessed my way through high school. So yeah, <laughs> so I, I understand the finessing. That's game. so fantastic. And we started talking about that because we were like, I was like, I never took gym in high school. Right? Like how? There yeah. are ways. There are loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> we got some people checking in on IG Live. Yay. Simply Sykes says she's so gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Shout out Simply Psych. Uh, <laughs> Tutti from Brooklyn. Where'd she go? She wants to know what has been your most challenging story to cover and how did it impact your life? Good question. Yeah, great question. The one that comes to mind is there was this woman who was in... It was technically her kitchen, but she had um, wash machines, laundry machines over there in the side. Anyway, she was doing laundry, and her one-year-old daughter is there in the room, too, and she gets shot. Mom does. But she gets shot, like, um, saving her daughter, like, pushing her daughter out of the way. And she becomes paralyzed um, from the neck down. I interviewed her from her hospital bed. And this woman said, I'm going to walk again. It was amazing. Uh, Her will and her mom and her, I don't know, another family member was there. You know, like, she's determined to walk again. Yeah. So, um, that's the message we shared, or I shared in the storytelling. I'm like, this woman is just strong and, you know. Right. I'll never forget her, her resilience. Um, And then we found out this summer that she died. Oh, man. Yeah, she... She didn't make it, so. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry for her family. Yes. And that's the kind of like senseless violence we began to delve into earlier. It's there was so much of it in St. Louis. This one involved police officers, where I believe part of the story was it was unclear whose bullet shot her. Okay. And or that's what the family was beginning to investigate, and probably still has questions about. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, a touchy subject. That yeah. was that was here or that was in St. No, Louis? That was St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, St. That's Louis. Like, that was in St. Louis. So. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. So as a reporter, do you follow up on a lot of stories that you cover? Try to. Do you go back and see, like, you know. The How are they doing? Yeah, fly? try to. The problem is a lot of, like, the problem is news is, like, day of. Today, yeah. today, today. New, now, next. What's next? Right, right, right. So when you pitch, hey, remember that woman I interviewed from the hospital? They're like, we do, yeah. You know, it's not like they don't care, but it's like they're not, they don't care as much because they didn't meet her, you know? Right, right, right. So you have to really be good at pitching stories. Finesse your way through the editorial meeting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think I got pretty good at pitching. Yeah. But then sometimes, no matter what awesome story you have, like maybe it's a positive story about someone doing something good for their community. If there's breaking news. Yeah, definitely. You drop it. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that being a reporter, it would be very difficult to uh, not become attached to 
a lot of the stories that you cover. Mm. But I, I, you probably have to. Um, you have to. You have to put up a wall, right? You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just. I mean, you would take it home every night. And, you'd bring so much baggage with yeah. you. Then. Yeah. Is that something you learn over time, or did you have? Did you go into it with that with that understanding? Sometimes I feel we're so busy yeah. that we don't notice how it's affecting us. Mm -hmm. So the responsibilities over time in journalism have done nothing but increase where I'm not only responsible for asking you the questions I also have to shoot the interview by myself and I'll cut the video while I'm hunched over in the news car really? and then a photographer will meet me for my live shot that is so the norm these days for real? yeah it's called multimedia journalist or multi-skilled journalist wow Hold on, or backpack journalist or video journalist so that's even what they kind of <laughs> warned us about in college they, they, so they taught us shooting and editing very basic Wait, you know. so you're going out, okay, so there's a story, bam, there's a story, Kai, we need you to go to, they give you the... Go, if it's breaking news and it's dangerous, a photographer will meet you there, or just wait a minute, you guys can go together. Okay, um, so oftentimes if... you're arriving by yourself. Oh, yeah. You got your mic. Oh, yeah. It... No camera, though, you just got the mic. No, 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 I've got video, so camera, you set the camera up. everything, a light. Damn. Damn. Love mic. I thought you had a whole production crew with you. That's what people think, and people think we have a makeup so team too. We don't. You're the production <laughs> so you're doing your crew. Makeup and your makeup too? Yeah, I am doing my makeup. So what? So okay, I will just say like the job I've just described. That's crazy. That's like a typical day. We call it day side and night side reporter, where you're working for the four, five, six p.m. or the ten p.m. Right. Okay. Now that I'm on mornings, it's not the same. I'm not. You know, first of all, we don't have very much breaking overnight news right at least compared to st louis yeah um so which is a good thing it is a good thing yeah. it is a good thing right. yeah it means we can do more creative stories or yeah. you know just different kinds of stories but um so now like overnights though there's not it's it's more like we're working ahead and then we're putting it together so anyway i think what i'm trying to say is when here uh, like at care I'll just go out with the photographer. After all night, I've, I'm the one who's written the script and I've edited a video that was maybe already in-house or at the station. Yep. Then I'll go out with the photographer and we'll be live that morning somewhere. So it's a little different, but your typical That's journalist is still going out, shooting. Shooting, editing, wow. and yeah. doing Yeah, like doing makeup. all those things in a few hours. That's and wild. then combing their hair and going on camera. Right. <laughs> People don't know that they just like sweated. I had no all day idea. or sweat all day. That's crazy. See, I this thought, is, yeah, yeah. This is. I'm glad we got this interview. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't know what it took. I know, thought honestly. the cameraman had the camera. Me too. I thought, I they thought the light the... person had the light person. I thought you're sitting there getting your makeup done in the trailer, and they're like, okay, they hand you the mic, and you're gone. No, that's I mean, what movies, it is a, that's what Hollywood makes it perceives yeah, it to it, be. It's like a treat when you get to go out into the field with a photographer. You're like, yes, I get a photog. Wow. And that's what we call them, photog. photog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you're like, oh, I don't have to carry this heavy gear, this tripod today. Yeah. My nails can survive. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so y'all are on super grind mode. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, not saying you weren't in the first place already doing your job but thanks yeah it's just but adding it's, to that that's a lot it's a lot and then now once you get it down i'm sure just like anything else i'm sure it, it becomes second nature you know yeah just boom 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 like i said i've got to set up well yeah film, you get into cut, uh, edit do my hair boom spit, you know but sometimes you struggle and you're like this close to not making deadline right and you like call your producer and you're like you know what you're going to have to move me to the B block because it ain't happening. <laughs> they're like, just as long as you told me in advance, it's fine. Yeah. 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 
That's yeah. cool. Uh, one thing I was going to ask you, being that you're a woman and a woman of color in this industry, um, have you felt like any pushback? A woman of color in this industry? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, more, yeah. More hurdles that you had to jump? I think that as a person of color, I always know when I'm the only person of color in the room mm -hmm. or woman of color in the room. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when I'm in an editorial meeting, and I'm not going to say it's care, I'm going to say it's just in my seven-year career. Well, I guess we can't really count Africa because... Right, <laughs> right, right. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> in my American career, I found myself... I'll just, we're in an editorial meeting, you know, stories are being talked about, or I'll pitch a story, whatever. And I find myself literally looking around the room to be like, yeah, okay, yep, yeah, mm -hmm. I am the only woman of color here, person yeah. of color here. So um, I think what news needs now, not just more people of color on air, but behind the scenes. We need more managers of color. We need... Right managers of color because they make decisions about what we all see on tv every single day right and it doesn't mean we go with just the stories that are about diversity but it means that when we talk about any kind of story there's a diverse voice adding to the there's, conversation there's and bringing that perspective yeah, yeah. Right. so <laughs> yeah okay. it's, it's been challenging because you feel you are very aware that you're the only one and you have to you feel like you have to represent the people you know right <laughs> Right, right. And you're one person. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I, do, you, do you see that changing in the future? Do you think it, or... Well, no? what I do see changing right now, which is beautiful, is that a lot of uh, black women are embracing their natural hair, mm -hmm. which was unheard of even five years ago. Yeah. So more and more, we have this group where we chat about these things, you know, online and... <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Like across the country, we're like... Posting pictures of each other, like, "Hey, I love your curls today," you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so it's like, "I'm gonna do it, girls." You know, like people, like women are deciding if they want to yeah. do it or not. That's cool. Yeah. I salute that. I'm, I do too. I'm, I'm not ready. About the natural hair. I'm not ready. Not My yet. curls aren't ready, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. But I commend those who do. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Though, for real, it's important because then a little girl who's watching that woman on TV can it's actually same, imagine yeah. herself doing it. Right. So. Yeah. Yep, no doubt. So being that it just turned 2019, uh, did you have any resolutions or goals for the new year? Yeah, um, so that's, an, that's so much, there's, it's that's a, a stressful question. <laughs> um, I, I'm working on being on time. Okay. And so far, so good. Let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about your schedule. Yeah. Because okay. I, I think, I don't think a lot of people understand. Yeah. Because so, you were telling me, you go to bed at what time? So yeah, I go to bed at 11, no, you go to I go to bed at like 5 p.m. the night before my shift. So when people are like just getting off of work, so you're going to I'm bed. tucking myself in, wow. I'm pretending so life's normal. she's going to be going to bed in about two hours Yeah, I know. I was like, what time do you want to meet? Two? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my first alarm goes off at 11.15. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And then I usually stay in bed till like midnight. And I'm like, okay, you have to get up. You have to get up. Yeah. Then, you know, I get ready. Some morning people, they'll, like, lay their clothes out the night before. That is the way to do it. Like, pack a lunch. Yeah. I'm just not that person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I just... No. I try. So, yeah, my one of my New Year's resolutions was to just be on time. Because I started 
You know, when you get into the habit of being late. Yeah, like you were a little late today. No, I wasn't. Well, that is not my fault that you have <laughs> parking over there and the door over there. I literally walked into someone's yeah. office and I was I like, this is not the today. right place. <laughs> I was a little, uh, okay, you guys weren't even ready when I got here, so it's fine. Y'all recording something. Oh, Fred, it's going down. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> what'd they say when you walked in next door? What'd they say? I was like, ah, and they were like, that way. <laughs> they just told me where to go, and I was like, so I have to go outside? And they're like, no, you can go through our office. They were cool, though? Yeah, they were cool. Okay, good. They just knew I didn't want to go back outside. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> These people... No, the know? other way. I mean, they let me cut through to go back outside. Oh, anyway, right. it's not important. Okay. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were nice enough, yeah. All right, so you want to be on time. Yes, I want to be on time, and I just want to be authentic. Are you usually not authentic? No, I usually am. I just want to maintain being maintain authentic. Maintain the authenticity. You know? Yeah. Total authenticity. I, like uh, I, I think know. maintaining authenticity is very important for 2019, though. I, I agree. Let's not 100%. go backwards. Just move forward. Right. Right. Stay authentic. Right. I don't know. 2018 was rough for me. Was it? Yeah. How so? Join the team. Oh, I just got like, dumped over FaceTime. Oh. And then <laughs> FaceTime? Oh. And then, like, as much as I love being here, it was still a big change. Yeah. Coming home, moving. Right. When did you come back to? Memorial Day of last year. Oh, so okay. you've only been here, been back a little while. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Okay. Only, like, less than a year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow, dumped on the FaceTime. That's his. That's their yeah, loss. Yeah. Heck, oh, we're back, their loss. We're back together dumb. now. Oh, okay. Okay. But after an emotional 2018. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was rough. So, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel a little lost in life, which... I like to be real about, authentic yeah. about, because I think people see people on TV and they're like, oh, they're so perfect. Right. Same with like the inst Insta baddies. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not, not, okay, no, I'm not putting myself into that category. I'm saying <laughs> for TV. <laughs> we are not. My Instagram is Kai Edwards. No. <laughs> she got that blue check though. She's part of the blue check. I am verified. Oh, she's verified. verified. Yeah, we were talking about that on New Year. That's just because of the station though. Hey, I don't have a blue check. You worked your head. You finessed the blue check. <laughs> Go Radio has a blue check. I don't have a blue but check. But like on Twitter, if you were to have like your station's call letters in your handle, when you leave the station, they your verify name. goes away too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you kind of encourage you to like just put your name on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Life mm. hacks. Life hacks. Life hacks with Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, one thing that uh, for 2019 that I, I'm practicing is not taking anything personal. Yeah. That's very difficult. Right. That is very difficult. Extremely difficult. It's oh hard. Gosh. Yeah. But it, you know, if you can do it, it makes a world of difference. So that's one thing that I'm. I've gotten better at that in the last couple of years. Yeah. I just hope I just be all welling people. Yeah. I don't feel like. Yeah. I yeah. could. Okay. That's that. That's the energy. See, I'm on that. You know, it's kind of cliche, but everyone says use that same, same energy. energy. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a, a firm believer of doing that. Yeah. I'm just like oh. You ain't calling me. I'm not calling you. You didn't show up. Okay, well, I'm not going to show up, and I'm not going to hit you and ask you why you didn't show up. Right. It's dead. I get it. it I see that is. a lot on yep. mine lately. People are saying, like, 2019, I'm just going to cut people off who don't deserve you my time. You just have to. It's because there's too much stress. I, you know, people ask me. I, I, I manage a few groups and people, and I can only give them the, man, the same energy they give me. I can't, I can't be more excited about their future than them. Right. That doesn't make any sense, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's not, you know, if you give me 1%, I'm going to give you 1%. Mm -hmm. If you give me 99, I'm going to do the same. It's just what it is. Yeah. And that keeps from being stress-free. That keeps you stress-free and that keeps, you know. Oh, it's way better. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Way better when, when I learn to do that. It's just, because I care too, you know. I'm mm -hmm. a caring person, you know. I'm not soft 
no soft none, but we care. You know, we want to see our friends and family succeed and, and do good. And if they're not giving you that same energy, it's time you just got to give it. Yeah, even got to give it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, family especially. Oh, that could be all another podcast. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm in therapy right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one thing I wanted to talk about too was your uh, 30 before 30. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, uh, okay. for people who don't know, so you just turned 30. I just turned 30. The big three. Oh, big yeah. Three. You had 30 things you wanted to do prior to your 30th birthday. Yeah. So, we had this editorial meeting where we were deciding what we should do and. I literally pitched my birthday as a story and they let me. <laughs> nice. Well, but framed it in a way where, you know, I just want to do 30 things before I'm 30. Let's ask the community, what should I do? Um, maybe them seeing me do it. Maybe it'll encourage someone to go outside of their comfort zone and try something new. Yeah. And then also with me, like going to places like, like volunteering at a nursing home, I'm showing others the v- ways to volunteer, you know? Right. So we really tried to, even though it sounded like it's my birthday, yeah. we really tried to incorporate the community through the whole process. Yeah. And so, That's yeah, cool. somehow I managed to do it all in under 30 days. That's cool. That's, That's cool. Awesome. What are some of the things that you did? So we kicked it off with jujitsu class. Never had done it, never yeah. even had taken any kind of self-defense class. Yeah. Um, and I loved it so much that I enrolled, and I go three times a week now. Nice. Yeah. Really? <laughs> um, which I think, oh, let me just say this. Uh, we need women, too, to take these classes. Yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 at Metro Karate in Chanhassen. If you're interested, just message me, because we want more women to join us. 11 a.m. 11 a.m., yeah. So after I'm off work. Yeah. I oh, yeah, most people are. Well, there are evening classes, too. But anyway, um, I also went on a glider, those tiny two-person planes. Oh, shit. We have to get towed up to get into the air. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, Is this long? (laughs) You're good. good. We're just vibing. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's a TV person right there. Sorry. You're good. Wrap. (laughs) Cut. Wrap it up. No, you're good, Kai. You're good. Um, so you're I, flowing right now. Okay, you got, cool. You got yeah. the floor. You're okay. good. I donated blood for the first time. I did that one live on air. I've never um, done that, you know, the needles, the needles. No, I can't do that either. Really? No, but you can. No, no, no. you can. I'll faint. I'll faint. You just don't look at it. I can't so not you don't look, look at it. I don't look at it. I yeah. can't not Some look people, at they it. like, look. Like when if you get like if you go to the doctor or whatever and you get like blood work done, like, I can't I can't do it. I don't look. You get a shot, I can't look. Why look? You'll faint if you look, right? I mean, you won't. Automatically, but will. you're more likely. I have to look and then I faint. <laughs> I need a bottle of cold water, everything to get blood taken. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, see, so there you blood. So, this whole 30 before 30 thing was in November, and now this Thursday, actually, I'll be eligible to donate again. And we have uh, a health, what is it called? Yeah, sorry, Mike Station's gonna kill me. We have the Health Fair 11 blood drive okay with the red cross at care 11 this thursday okay from 1 to 7 p.m okay okay right. got that out there so all right if you want to donate blood you, people yes. can just show up i will be there my mom's gonna donate for the there first time too do they give you like let's get to and he's going to donate <laughs> yeah come on come What's with the, what day is it no, thursday this I'm thursday day. oh all day huh okay <laughs> all right anyway so what we did with the project we did like they allowed me to do one of those 30 things per day on air for an entire week. Oh, wow. And I was like, awesome, thank you. And then yeah. after that, I continued it on my own. And I 
climbed a historic fire tower for the first time. Yeah. I walked a dog waiting for a forever home. I took a belly dance class. Did you still document it after? Like yeah, my, the IG problem or... is, I so I have all this content, I have all these clips, and this was really chill. I did mostly for social media after the on-air stuff, so yeah. it's all on my phone. But the issue is, I didn't have time to really cut these videos because I was trying to get the list done. Right. And now it's like eating at me because it's January and I still have videos I want to post, and I'm like, I don't know when I'm gonna edit them. But yeah, I think I mean I've edited some, but I haven't posted them. Do it over time. Them. I mean, what yeah. you could do something really cool is like edit them, we'll start editing them, and just drop one every week. A day of the week. Yeah. 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 That like, is what uh, vloggers do. Yeah. They're like, every Thursday on my channel. Put yeah. a little YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah. You know I mean? Okay, there we go. Well. We and come up with a name for it, like... Uh, like 30 before 30? Wow, you're so good. Wow, you're so clever, kind of. So clever. Yeah. Yeah, now you should, though, because, I mean, some of that stuff look cool. I saw... Didn't you do, like, an axe throwing thing? Oh, yeah, I went to a bad axe throwing. Yeah. In... I think it was Minneapolis. Nice. Yeah. Threw axes. Man. Hosted the morning show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was one of them. Yeah, I got to be on the morning show. That was so fun. And they were... They did the top five. Yeah. And I was like, what is top five? Yeah. And then I kept saying it, like... I kept calling the wrong name. I was like, 95.3. And they're like... You gotta stop. Yeah. Go 95.3. I was kind of a mess, but yeah. <laughs> they edited it so well, which I know you guys will do, right? Huh? Yeah. And I sounded smart, so yeah. it was a fun time. It sounded good. They're really sweet. Yeah, shout like out Augie and Sophia. They're great. Everybody at the station is great. And Sophia's new song is awesome. It's amazing, right? Yeah. I've played it probably a dozen times. You got the boom. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I got to be on the radio, and then what else did I do? It's a blur. I took a cooking class. Okay. All that. Do you cook? Are you... Yeah, I actually can cook already, but yeah. I've never taken a class, so... Okay. Yeah. Uh, she takes jujitsu and she throws axes, so don't, don't mess with Kyle. I'm not saying what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where do you see yourself going, like, career-wise? Like, what do you want to do? It seems I, like you're, you're pretty happy with this market. Yeah, I yeah. want to stay here. I don't know how long I'll do news. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so what do you, what do you want? I don't know if going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> like my GM. <laughs> I'm like, bye. Um, I, I, this is, okay, I have one that people just don't understand, but one of my goals is to be on Big Brother. Really? CBS Big Brother, the reality show that's just reached its 20th season. Yeah, really? Yeah. And then I would also love to do my own YouTube channel where, like, that's all I do, where I put my all into it lifestyle videos, makeup, yeah. cooking, yeah. fashion. Do you have a YouTube channel now? I have like 80, so 80 subscribers. That's all right, though. <laughs> it exists. Yeah, yeah it exists, yeah. but I don't maintain it. And I've, I tried like a couple years ago where I was like, I want to start doing it while I still work full-time news. And That's I guess hard. I just That's don't hard. have it in me. All right. I don't have it in me. I'm tired at the end of my shift. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. And then I want to be a professor as my last thing in life. Like I want to teach college students journalism. Okay. And show them that, you know, you can go abroad. You don't have to do the traditional path. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a good segue that, to my yeah. next question I was going to ask you. So if there's like a young reporter out there right now listening to this, wanting to follow the footsteps of Kaya Edwards and get in the journalism game, what uh, what advice would you share with them? Run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's serious. No, okay. I'm, okay. It is harder than 
they'll ever tell you it is in class and you have to be mentally prepared for that or I mean you have to you have to accept that you have to know that going in that it is going to be harder than anyone's described to you yeah four stories like I told you like getting screamed at by a mom who's grieving they don't teach you that in journalism school they teach you how to be a good writer and you know other essential things but the things about like editing the car and not having access to a bathroom for several hours because you're on deadline not being able to eat gaining weight losing weight depending on your shift yeah it's hard and so just know that and if you think you have what it takes do it and find mentors i'm happy to mentor um anyone who reaches out i've got a meeting with a young lady tomorrow actually we're gonna get coffee Yeah. yeah um she was at the u and she interned at uh, Twin Cities Live, which is the midday show at KSTP. And yeah, I interned there in college, too. So okay. I was like, yeah, I'll take care of you. Come on, let's talk. Yeah, so that's sweet. find as many mentors as possible. Ask questions that seem dumb, you know. Yeah. And learn how to negotiate a, cr- a contract. Okay. Make that as much of a part of your skill set as telling stories. Learn how to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Especially as Can a woman. You? Yeah. Now, if, uh, if someone wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to reach you? Yeah, you guys can reach me. Probably Instagram's the best way. and okay. it's Just slide into those DMs? Just slide into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's at Kaya Edwards, K-I-Y-A Edwards. And then we also love, if you are up early, if you are a morning person, we ask that you watch our morning show, Sunrise, and then tweet us at the time that we're on live with the hashtag Sunrisers, because we're up, we're responding. Sunrisers. Yep, hashtag okay. Sunrisers, because our show is Carol Evan Sunrise. Okay. It's it cute. So when, it's, when you're still up, you know, leaving the studio. So when you're you going home from the club. And tweet, yeah. <laughs> tweet that, man. I will. All right. Sunrisers. Hashtag. Sunrisers. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about. Uh, Anchorman is like my favorite comedy of all time. Have you seen it? I assume you have. You know, I saw it. You didn't like it? I, I don't remember much of it. This interview's over. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. Wasn't it Will Ferrell was high school? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. I only but saw like, it one time. It's ugly. But um, they Sorry. have like rivalries with like other news crews. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, but you no, said it's all it's love. it's all love. Like in every market that I've been in, it's all love. When you run into a competitor reporter or yeah. a reporter at the competitor station, um, we're just kind of helping each other out. Not where we're like, here, have my interview. Right, you know, right. if you got like this exclusive, you're like over here talking to someone, you know, you're not like, come on, join me. Yeah. But I, a lot of times they'll be like, if there's that one person, everyone's obviously going to want that person to mm-hmm. speak on whatever topic. Right. Just, you know, you don't need that exclusive. We're, we all just gather in. So we'll hold each other's microphones in the field if we can't get up close, you know, and the other person can. That's nice. Yeah. It's That's really cool. nice. So it's like, a, it's like a, a brotherhood or a sisterhood. At least in the markets I've worked in, yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder if it's like that nationwide. Probably, though. I if think you've been so. Because I was markets. telling you about those like online groups where we chat and share advice. Yeah. So those are like reporters from all over All the over the country. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, Kai, this has been a great insight into the life of a journalist. We yes. Thank you. By, you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah, you for coming. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, anything you want to share? Anything else you want to say before you depart? No, I'm just happy that we met. Yes. I love the connections that we can make in the city. It's so fun being back and, you know, reuniting with old friends, but then meeting new people too. Right. Like you guys, so thanks. For Thank sure. you. All right, well, episode 66 yeah. of the Twin City yeah. Talk Podcast. Yeah. yeah.